It's time to go. You are nothing, you are a fool, and you are a waste of time. Good night. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Enough of this now, blood. I've had enough now, fam. I've had enough of this shit, blood. Get him out, fam. Get him out, blood. Get Wenger out, blood. Get him out, fam. Get him out, blood. I'm tired of this shit, blood. Same, same thing, same in year in, year out, blood. It's fucking December when that. Fucking one. What an absolute fucking jumbles. Fucking Paul Pooper. Chris Smallcock. Phil No Bones. Juan Prata, Nemanja Twatic. Fucking who else is there? Ashley Clunge. Ashley Clunge. Oh my god. What an absolute gas tastic. Did we die then? Why am I over? It's no This team has Jack made a very good point of a guy, you know, we are Chelsea Football Club. We won the Premier League last year. We won it two years before that. Before that we won the Champions League. Before that we did the double. Where the fuck is that team? Last season. Right, yeah, so really and truly, I should start with Ole out, but man's not about that. It's not good to wish people to lose their jobs and that, but I'm just sick of it. I think at this point, I'm just tired of watching United because that is self-induced um, torture and pain and it's really not necessary sometimes just watch the highlights and cry at how poor your team has become because six years ago we won a league six years later we're shite and it doesn't look like it's going to get better anytime soon how is it consistently we have the same problems the same issues and it seems like it's not being addressed before the summer window Everyone knew, you need midfielders, buy midfielders. We didn't get any and we lost, we lost one. And the ones we do have, <sighs> Cassio and Pastor Fred, for goodness sake, what? Like how has Scott McTominay been our best midfielder? That's how bad of a team we've become. That's, that's, that's the bars on the floor. Consistently, we play against teams that have, that play with a low block and we struggle. There's literally no point in watching us play against a low block because you know we are going to struggle. It just never works out. How are we so poor? And then Aston Villa come to Old Trafford and boss us off the park. Jack Grealish absolutely ran the midfield that all Cassio could do was just kick him, kick him and kick him again. <sighs> we can only play against teams that actually come out and attack us. But most teams with half a brain would just be like, sit back, break us down, because they know that we can't. It's, it's really hard to be positive. Like, there are no positives, because a year into the job, and Oli still doesn't know his best team. He still doesn't have a progressive way of playing that the fans can buy into. But people like Gary Neville are still obsessed with him, just because he, he was, he's one of them, basically. But... Post goals as well. All those United legends, so-called legends, are all 
they've all got their rose tinted glasses on and they can't see that Ole is not good for the club in terms of its long-term development because he can't manage his way out of a paper bag and it's starting to stress me out it's i've said it before it's torture watching united our 85 million center back is just a glorified phil jones our right fullback who's the defensive fullback Poor guy looks even worse in the United team. Who's, the, who's our other signing? Daniel James, who I expected nothing from, has actually been positive. He's been a bright light, been a bright spark. So thank God for his life. But yeah, there isn't really much else that I could say. It's all doom and gloom. United should please just get me Pochettino. Give me something to be excited about. Give me an early gift for Christmas. Just bring in Pochettino and everything will be okay again. Why did we not just lose to PSG? All this happened because PSG couldn't finish off. Couldn't finish off our youth team in the Champions League game. And now we've got that P teacher in the role. For goodness sake. For goodness sake. Why are we so bad? Anyways, January will come. We'll spend more money to try and fix the problem. It won't work because the problem isn't just the players we buy. Because the system is crap. The board is crap. The structure at the club is crap. Um, yeah. But Ole's at the wheel. And glory, glory, Man United. Fuck. Hi Traitor Back, this is Nathan, I'm a Chelsea fan. First of all, I'm going to start off with the game on Wednesday. Yeah, I, 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 I was happy with the draw. The boys got the job done, it was what we needed. I wasn't really expecting much uh, because it was a high-pressure situation. The team is inexperienced, um, not a lot of maturity. And, um, and that's exactly what you need when you're going into those um, sort of games. But they got the draw, the qualification is still in their hands. I'm not too fussed about the Champions League this season because we're not really going to get far. So anything um, that comes out of it is just a bonus for me, really. So, yeah, but like uh, when you're watching the game, you can see Valencia battered us. They just uh, 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 couldn't finish. Uh, that was mainly down to... Uh, when we broke down an attack and they uh, 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 and they countered, um, we're not very good at regrouping um, in those areas, and that's probably because we don't really have a leader in the defense yet. I mean, I guess everybody back into shape very quickly, um, and that's definitely an area um, that can be worked on. The other worrying thing was Tammy's injury. If that is long term, he is our primary goal scorer which you will start to have to look to where do we get the goals, who do we play, is it Giroud, uh, 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 um, and is it a uh, Bats? For me, I'm also not too fussed about which striker um, goes in after Tammy. I think they're as equally as bad or as good as each other. Uh, that's all I'll say about the Valencia game. Um, and as for the West Ham game, Lampard's attack um, a selection for this game I wasn't really too sure about. And when the game started, you could see it was going to be 1-0, nil, nil all. It wasn't going to be a very um, high-scoring game. There, there, there wasn't a lot of quality going forward for um, in each team. 
and now, no, once again, once again, Chelsea's defense it was its downfall. Yeah, it, it still seems to be in that case where we're not uh, uh, um, getting into shape. Am I quick enough? You could you could see Reese James gets done very um, and easily as well. But if if, if his winger uh, uh, was better positioned before before that pass goes out, it might not have. Um, happens so there are um, areas no, for improvement for me personally to improve to improve the Chelsea team a goalkeeper a number 10 and maybe a more experienced centre-back we do have uh, Rudiger who I'm hoping is back soon I'm also hoping um, Loftus-Cheek is back soon he'll, he'll give us a bit more steel in midfield and, uh, 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 and he's better at um, transitioning from uh, midfield to attack which will also uh, be nice but all in all i think lampard is the perfect man for this sort of project you can see what he's trying to do you can see he works well with the youth you can see that he's respected in the dressing room uh, uh, because of his status and i think with having him in our uh and as our manager he, he's going to be able to attract uh, um, a young talent that the men want to play under um and this uh, legend i respect this legend so I mean, that's all for me. I mean this week. Um Michelle are doing okay. I'm pretty happy with how how the season's going so far. What's up guys? I'm right here at Trade the Back. I just want to talk about the recent sacking of Unai Emery that happened last week Friday. And the appointment of Arsenal legend Freddie Lundberg, who was the under 23 manager last season and got promoted to the first team this season. Arsenal fans finally got their wish for Emery to be sacked, and to be honest, he should have been sacked months ago. We all knew it was going to happen, it was just a matter of when. I woke up the Friday morning and checked Twitter, and the first thing I seen, we sacked him, so I was delighted. Emery, as a person, I have known against him, his time as Arsenal manager. In his 18 months, it just didn't work out. The communication issues, not playing his best team, chopping and changing formation every game, no identity. It was just horrible to watch. But now that Freddie is here, we can start fresh. We can let him do his thing. And then we'll see what happens from now until the end of the season or until we appoint a new manager. Freddie had two training sessions. And just from seeing the training picks, you could see the players look a lot happier than they were, which is a good sign. Then on Sunday, he led his team against 19th place Norwich. The lineup was very, very questionable. It was like an Unai Emery lineup. But since he's only been here two days, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He just stuck with what Emery had. But from watching the first 10 minutes of the game, you could see the changes. A build of play from the back was much better than it was before. And every tack, we looked like we were scoring. But of course, the most Arsenal thing to do, we go behind from a pookie goal that could have been avoided. The guy was against three defenders and still managed to score. Like Gary Neville said, you can't coach these defenders because they are rubbish. If a new manager comes in, it's still going to be the same thing. So the best thing to do is to get rid of the defenders and buy new ones. And then we get a penalty five minutes later after Pookie scored. Obama Yang missed, but had to be taken because of encroachment. 
and he flats it away, shushes Krill because Krill was playing mind games that whole time. And then he fun flips in front of the home fans. No shame, but absolute shithousery that you love to see. We can see it again from another counter-attack from Cantwell. Look at it, easy been stopped when you know defenders are garbage. And then the second half, Freddie should have taken off Lacazette because he was horrible in that first half. This guy was just twerking on the defenders. Should have put on Pepe, but we didn't even see Pepe at all that whole game, which I feel sorry for him. He puts on a DM and puts on Saka. Don't know why he's doing that. Like, we should be putting on attackers to win the game. Then Aubameyang had to save us again. If it wasn't for him, I don't know where we'd be. Probably be in like relegation zone because he scored like nearly all of our goals. In the last 20 minutes, Norwich were like all over us. Defense was a shambles. Leno had to make save after save. He was my man the match. And in my opinion, I think he's one of the best shot stoppers in the league. Game ended as a 2-0 draw. I'm disappointed, of course, but it was good to see what we're capable of. All Freddie has to do is just play your best players in the best position and results will come. So all I can say is we move on to the next game, Brian on Thursday. Very uncomfortable, but we got through it. Uh, game ended 2 1 as the last few games have ended 2 1 in the Premier League. But we won three points on the table, we take it. We didn't play the best, but fuck it, who cares? We won, and that's that's all that matters nowadays just performances, performances over results, and that's all I can stress. Liverpool fans, yeah, they get worked up, you know, when we don't play well. We can't play beautiful football all the time, and the best thing is when you're not playing well and winning games, that's when you know, you know, that. Think games like that are what what makes champions. You know, we've never won a Premier League. We haven't won a league in thirty years. I've never like. Do you know what I mean? So we just have to. It doesn't matter how we win. We just have to keep going. You know, we just have to keep going. So fucking yeah. So December, December is gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough without Fabinho. We will have to see a lot of you know a lot of Kate. We have to see Ox. Ox has to really step up now. And um, I do think it's gonna be a very tough month, but. We do have kind fixtures for us the fucking next month or so, uh, while Fabinho is away. So we should, we do have winnable games, and the Champions League we should get through as well. I don't see why um, we, we, we wouldn't get through. We're playing Salzburg, fuck Salzburg, we'll whack them, and that fucking cunt, what's his name? That that Haaland lad, fuck him. Well, we should get through. Um, yeah, we should get through anyway, regardless. I don't care if we don't get through; it's a it's a disaster. I'll be absolutely fuming. We don't get through to the round of 16 in the Champions League, but yeah, all in all, City drop points, uh, United drop points, Chelsea drop points. Obviously, Leicester won just there, fucking against Everton, but it was a good week. I'm very happy with the with the way the week weekend went. Yeah, fucking delighted with that.
And we're back here at the back. This is the podcast with the highest level of analysis for sports. It's me, Jordan, but today it's not about me. I'm here for Fans React and I'm with my friend, John, Spurs fans. So, John, let's get straight to it. Poch left and Mourinho came in. What do you make of that appointment? What do you make of the fact that Poch left despite what he achieved at Spurs and the last six months ago he was in the Champions League? First and foremost, let's talk about that. Well, I think uh, Poch uh, brought Spurs as far as um, he was ever going to bring them. I think he should have walked after the Champions League final. You think he should have like season. just left? That's yeah, he brought him to the end of the road at that point. Okay. If they'd won, he could have said, uh, job done. But to get that far, it was such a disappointment. I wouldn't have minded him leaving then. Uh, to get them to be second in the league, third in the league, to be challenging for leagues, that was a massive achievement. I, I always said like Spurs and City are the only two teams in the top four constantly over the last five years. Everybody yeah, has yeah. fell in and now. So obviously then, Poch left, you felt there was the right time to go, he's got as far as he could, and then Mourinho came in. First of all, what do you make of that appointment? Because we've known what Mourinho tends to be. He's a winner, firstly. Yeah, well, what, what Levy think? wants is uh, trophies. He needs to um, fill that trophy room in the new stadium. They haven't won a trophy since 2008. That was only a League Cup. So what Mourinho guarantees is silverware. So basically, he's Levy's very shrewd. He knows that there's a lot of managerial vacancies coming up. Just this weekend, you've got Arsenal. Bayern are available, potentially Man United in a few weeks. If Solskjaer was to lose heavily to Spurs and Man City, he could be out of the job too. So Levy would have seen the chance to get Mourinho ahead of all them guys. So he had to act quickly. He also saw the fixtures coming up and he knew that there was about four or five winnable games. So it's better to get a guy in, even easy run of fixtures. As per as for his appointment, yes. Do you uh, think that was the right appointment or the right man for the job? Yeah, best guy at the, at the minute, yeah, because um, his track record. But Are you not worried about his personality or how that might be? Because we've seen him implode again at Madrid, Chelsea, United. It seems to be a common team with him. Or is it that you're ready to win trophies and he's well, the if man? He, if you were to ask any Spurs fan, if he was to have the success he had at those clubs. And then three years later, implode. Implode. They'd be quite happy That's if he was to win a league next year, and then for the wheels to fall off the following season, people wouldn't mind because they haven't had that success. Even when Spurs were playing the best football in the league, had brilliant players. They, they have nothing to show for that for that period of time. Leicester have a league. Most other clubs they, they've won trophies, but Spurs haven't. And obviously then. You say that's what. What is your expectations now that he is here? We know what he's capable of, but based on the way Spurs are constant, uh, currently construed, why, what do you think he can achieve with this team? Well, this season, I think he's he'll go far in the Champions League because he fancies that competition and the format with the two legs, and he's a he's a brilliant um, manager for one-off games. Tactically, he can go head to head with any any team in the world and beat them, especially over two legs. So I'd be expecting Spurs to go far in the Champions League unless they were to be very unlucky and draw the likes of Liverpool in the quarter-final. And top four now. Do you see Chelsea dropping back-to-back points in two games? Five points of difference now. Maybe Leicester probably be more consistent. At as the moment, yeah, top four. I think it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Because yeah. they're playing Chelsea on December 22nd, beat them, the gap is two then. They're shipping goals a lot, which is a bit worrying. But yeah, some of them goals are right at the very end of games. But it's easier to sort out a defence that's leaking a few goals than it is to get your forward line scoring goals and they're that's, he, he's a he specialises in defence as well 
So I'll be expecting a few clean sheets. They're my obvious questions now. He's been here, what, three games? And obviously this weekend's game. What do you think, what impact have, have you seen him make on the team? Or how do you see, what have you seen from Spurs so far that yeah, you like or don't like? very uh, obvious things straight away that, that have been noticeable is that uh, they're not passing the ball across the pitch and back as much as much more direct to the goal Saturday came from long balls by Aldo Verelt. That was a feature about three years ago and both those times, I think it was against West Brom and Everton, long balls to Ali. Ali running in behind and two of the goals came like that on Saturday. Um, Serge Aurier is playing really well, bombing up and down the wing. But the, the main thing I've noticed is they're playing way more direct. They're just pinging the ball into Son and Kane whenever they can. And the goal kicks, they're going long. They're not afraid to just play a percentage ball down the channels and, and then win the second ball, as opposed to just passing it over and back, quite boring. That's the main thing I've noticed is the, <coughs> just the intensity and the directness of their, their play. Well, as a Chelsea fan, I can tell you, John, I hope it implodes very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. But I will thank you for your time and hopefully we do this again. Thanks, man. Thank you.